0: Welcome to episode 99 of Geeksters, part one. I'm your host, Ed.
1: And I'm your host, Sean. I got 99 shows, but a bitch ain't one. <laughs> I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. Hit me. Sorry. <laughs> Jeez, if I don't know now, we could have said something on the show. Like the live version of the show. Yeah. This will be episode 99. And I would have played the song. la, 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 la. la. Anyway. So, hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. I am your host, Sean. I'm your host, Ed. Well, we've already discussed that. Yes, we did. Uh, Here in our first part of our show, we are visited by a very special guest, Chrissy from Itsy Bitsy. Yes. She comes in to join the fun because she had a something for, excuse me, for Erica's. um, (laughs) Just loses the magic. uh, Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. If something for Erica's cosplay um, costume that she's going to be wearing for Dragon Con yes. in about two weeks. Yeah. Two know? weeks,
0: yeah. So... Fucking. Exciting time. I don't know. <laughs> I think
1: that was Ed trying to be sarcastic.
0: <laughs> We're not going to have her for two weeks. Two weeks? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sunday was, to Sunday. Sundays oh, night. that's right. Okay.
1: So, uh, yeah, but don't worry. You'll still, We'll still hear from her. She's going to do a blog on, the, on her time at Comic-Con, Con, yeah. Uh, Dragon-Con, actually, sorry. There's a big difference. Yeah. Um, then uh, also, too, you know, we'll probably get an update on her role-playing skills yeah, that we right. talked about. We'll right. to bring it up next week. You know, break that down, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Making a note. <laughs> yeah, make note to remind Erica about Vampire the Masquerade role-playing. <laughs> See how she feels for him, then maybe when she comes back... We'll talk about role, you know doing some D and D with her. That's right. <laughs> and Chrissy did say um, that she'd be down for you know joining us that for that. You know? Oh, really? So we'll have like a, a party of. You know, I was like, well, you do know it'll probably be like two weeks for one week would be, you know, the last hour to roll our characters, and then maybe the following week to actually do the you know actual thing. She's like, yeah. I'm down with that. All right. So that was a little behind the scenes conversation that we had. Nice. But in the meantime, um, we talk about everyone's week. We talk about, you know, the Monster Mania that's coming up August 13th, uh, next weekend, which this, is, this weekend's the 8th, night. this 16th. is the 10th, right? Yeah, okay. Well, so Sunday's the 16th, but if you go back two days, it's like 13th, 14th, 15th, you know.
0: Well, it's only the one day, isn't it? No,
1: it's Saturday and Sundays. Oh, right. It's two days. It's a weekend thing.
0: That's right. It's a weekend thing. <laughs> I apologize. I
1: apologize. So it'd be the fifteenth and sixteenth. Yes, in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. So this kind of this actually for those people who are in the area, if you care and you're going to be there, look for itsy bitsy. Um, You you can also see see Sean. Yeah, Look look for Sean. I don't know what I'm wearing that day. I mean I usually wear like a t shirt where I can be identifiable to my family in case we're separated. Yeah. Like I'm not wearing a shirt that says, Hey, I'm a stupid. <laughs> no, it's more like you know Pointing up. <laughs> like pointing up. Or pointing down. <laughs> down my penis says dumb.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I should get a shirt that just says, I'm lost. <laughs> 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 um, usually it's like I think last year I wore the um um, I put the lotion in the basket on the first date yeah. T-shirt. This year, maybe if, um, be the alien head. <laughs> yeah, probably you know that that spray painted looking alien yeah. from alien <laughs> from <laughs> alien. <laughs> well, yeah, alien, you could say Predator. Yeah, it could be ET. <laughs> have a big with ET's head on there. You know. <laughs> mm, Elliot, phone <laughs> home. His fly lights up. Yeah. <laughs> I have a finger that lights up Ooh, That's <laughs> herpes <laughs> the warm rosy glows for it. Um, so uh, And of course you do box office releases And I talk about my movie review For a movie that's definitely Contender for Oscars yeah. In my opinion um, It was said that it wasn't on the top five five, yeah. five, But at least it was in the top ten Yeah. So, um, so listen for that And we'll see you at the end
0: and welcome to Geeksers, everybody. I'm your host, Ed.
1: I'm your host, Sean.
3: Um, do I still have that? Yep.
1: You have to be on it. It's a professional microphone. Oh,
3: I thought we were going to change it this week.
1: Uh, asked Ed. <laughs> it well, it, it doesn't no, help that no, I no, ran you know in like 30 seconds Is ago. Also, Ed do, did test it, but he tested it from a professional perspective, not the, hey, I'm moving my head around,
0: just <laughs> like, around. I'm like, right I'm like, hi. I <laughs> like the other mics so much better.
3: And hi, I'm your co-host, Erica.
1: <laughs> and we have a special guest.
3: Say hi, Chrissy. Buddy, what's going on hi. hi our girl Chrissy from Itsy Bitsy's is here
1: okay I just want to start off by saying we are on an hour earlier yeah and I have to say it was kind of like remember okay for us people here in the states we actually have to adjust the time zones like in June and in October November November. I think they moved it back to okay November now. Right. so like this is an hour ahead and it took like a little while it's like oh huh, what wait the sun's still up
2: What's going on? <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> I mean, not that it's dead at night when we usually start, but it's one of those like,
3: hey, I'm, the, I'm not used to this yet. And what's sad is I knew that we were going on at 6. I told Chrissy, I was like, I told you we're going on at 6, right? At 5.30, I'm sitting on my couch and I look up and I'm like, Oh, fuck. I should have left an hour ago. (laughs) That part didn't click in my brain, which is why I literally just ran in here 30 seconds ago.
1: (laughs) Nice. So, uh, hi, everybody. Welcome to the show again. Um, So, how was everyone's week?
3: I thought about you this week.
1: Okay. Okay. You being Sean.
3: Um, I was in a grammar class for business. It's it's <laughs>
0: shut. Up. Um, okay, right, okay, number one. Okay, hold on, okay, 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 number
1: one. Grammar, because me no talk as good as you, and business. Yeah, the only business I'm in is this business. What?
3: <laughs> it was taught by a former English teacher, retired English teacher, and she said something that made me think of you. So the other week we were talking about uh, creative writing and how your one teacher sort of I. I Forget if she failed you or she was just a bitch about it. Well,
1: well, she was a bitch about it, but a lot of my English teachers always kind of slammed me for my sarcastic tone and my writing achievements.
3: Yes. And what she, so what she told me is, well, not me specifically, but but what she told the class was that um, you can fix mechanics. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you say you use the wrong your, you know, the 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 sentence structure is not very – done very well. You can fix that. She's like, you can't fix the creativity part. And she was like, I would never fail somebody on mechanics alone. Yeah, It
1: would, it would, you know, it would only be You hear that, high on... school English teachers? Fuck you. Look at me now. So I'm sitting, <laughs> I'm sitting there and I was
3: like, I kind of wish Sean was in this class right now. I would now. have just been like, yeah,
1: preach, teach. <laughs> <laughs> she
3: was, and actually I went up to her during the break and I mentioned that to her. She did was you, like, yeah, I would not have failed him.
1: Did you uh, push the show and go, hey, listen to Geeksters?
3: Uh, no, no she didn't she seems like the kind of person who once the, once you got through the uh, parental advisory she'd be like
1: oh I don't know yeah but she could <laughs> okay, you know what? it's not for me but I know so and so who might like this this is true it's about you know the world of geeks comic book movies TV arts literature whatever creative process that anybody can go oh my god I love it so much
3: Okay, fair point.
1: <laughs> I'm <laughs> probably taking another
3: class with her next month. So All right. I'll mention it then.
1: You like school in summertime? No <laughs> class. hey! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so,
3: but I also got
1: he before, Bob, my
3: tattoo started. Yeah, I can't sleep. Nice, so, ta-da, yay. cool. Chris Burkett. Who uh, is it? That is the I'm Phantom Kidding, of the Opera. I know
1: well, it's nobody the else can. The radio people can't welcome see it. Welcome to the vision. welcome to the wide wide world of radio. Let me give you? Visual cues. <laughs> so it's it's
3: Phantom of the Opera, The Chandelier, and Christine. And uh, next session, I go back September 10th, and it'll be getting shaded in. Nice. So it's going to be about three or four sessions altogether. All right. When are you going to Dragon Con again? Uh, I'm going, I'm leaving on the 21st, and then it's the okay. 28th through the
1: 1st. Okay. Well, nice. I'm so, sure we plug you. Also, um, happy birthday to Craig.
3: Happy birthday, Craig. Craig uh, Lagarde.
1: I helped Bat Brother out. There you go It's <laughs> so also I found that today it's, It is I, Antonio Banderas' birthday
3: Happy birthday, Antonio well,
1: Thank you very much
3: What are you doing to celebrate?
1: I'm going to watch Puss in Boots You know, because I, Antonio Banderas Was in Puss in Boots I'm also in Expendables 3 I saw that Or as we like to say, Expendables 3 <laughs> <laughs> Yes, me and the boys were getting it together And we're having wacky, wacky fun. (laughs) Wacky, wacky fun. Lots of killing. Lots of murder. Lots of action. Go see Expendables Trace with me, Antonio Bendelez. August 13th, I think. I do not know. I will double check for you. I do not know. I just act. I do not promote. (laughs) (laughs) As you can tell, because I only talk about my one great achievement, Puss in Boots.
3: Oh, apparently a copy leaked.
1: I never leak!
0: <laughs> not, not you, the
1: movie. Oh, really? Yeah. You yeah. sure it wasn't like a screening? I'm sorry, hold on. You sure it wasn't oh. like a screening for critics?
3: It's August 15th, and it might have been... Um, hang on. Let
1: me I off. am close. I was only off by three days. Well, three days. And I'm willing to
3: believe it because it's from the Wall Street Journal. Okay, so line... God damn, I hate these fucking... Heads. Um, language!
1: <laughs> Antonio Maderas does not like the fan language. I star in kids' movies like Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots. And some
3: not-so-kids' movies like Expendables 3.
1: It's PG-13. Oh, it's, it is PG-13 this time around. <laughs> it is fun for the whole family.
3: Hey, you get one fuck in there.
1: Uh, actually, I saw a movie that gave you two this time around. Really? I will get to that when we do movie releases. All right. I'm
3: okay, so oh, here- sorry.
1: I didn't mean to talk <laughs> over you, Antonio. It is okay, Sean. I will now return you to your scheduled program.
3: Okay, so here it is Lionsgate sues as copy of of The Expendables 3 leaks. Expendables Uh, Trace. Say it right. Expendables Trace. (laughs) (laughs) At least 2.2 million people have already watched The Expendables 3 The Problem for the Movie's Distributor, Lionsgate's Entertainment Corp is that the big-budget uh, big action movie doesn't open until Friday. Just over two weeks ago, a complete and nearly pristine copy of The Expendables wow. 3, which features more than a dozen stars, including Sly Stallone, Mill Gibson, Harrison Ford, <laughs> leaked online.
1: I blame Bruce Willis.
3: It is, Holly- <laughs> it is Hollywood's highest-profile uh, piracy leak since 2009, when an incomplete version of x mens Origins Wolverine... <laughs> Uh, found his way online before the superhero movie came out. I did not
1: know that. I mean, I did see, in all fairness, I did see a um, not finished bootleg version of the Hulk movie, the Ang Lee version. Mm-hmm. I remember watching that because mm-hmm. Hulk was all, you know, it was, it was definitely. Uh, pre viz kind of Hulk Before the actual polishing All right. And I know that people are going That movie was n- It's a polished piece of turd Is what that movie is <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying The whole animatics of uh, right. Like the tr- You know him running through shit And right. you know There's definitely kind of like eh, Look here's like a stand-in model <laughs> Hulk smash <laughs> 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 Hulk So here
3: smash. it is uh, Robert Wenaker, Who's Lionsgate's Top anti-piracy executive Said a digital copy Of the movie was stolen But they didn't provide Um, Further details, it was downloaded more than 2.2 million times. Pre-release piracy reduces a movie's domestic box office uh, take by an average 19%, according to findings, by researchers at Carnegie Mellon University. And the soon-to-be-released study was based on examination of past incidents, most from days when uh, studio security wasn't as strict.
1: Eh. Ah. Oh, I'm going to be seeing it anyway next week. Yeah. Alright,
0: so uh how was everybody's week?
1: Yeah, um, Erica, besides your grammar business quest. Uh, oh,
3: I did watch so I, I was I've been playing around more with my on demand uh, setting. You know, yeah, the, she
1: she is she is and she's been, uh, yeah. she came into the twenty first century kicking and screaming apparently. <laughs> I did. I did. It's only fourteen years into the new millennium and she's like, Wait, there's a thing called on demand on cable? I knew it, I just didn't want to
3: pay for it. Um. Anyway,
1: so well, I fan- stum- what, what rabbit hole did you fall into?
3: Zombie strippers.
1: Ah! With Robert Englund, <laughs> they, they, oh, made so good, they made a sequel. They made a sequel.
3: I didn't see it. On there, vo- but
1: zombie strippers. And I think zombie strippers versus werewolves. Let me find out. But yeah. yeah,
3: I'm I'm sitting there watching it, going, "This is simultaneously the worst movie and the best movie ever." <laughs> yeah. And sadly, like my whim- my women's studies. Classes started kicking in I'm like I feel like there's a paper in here somewhere <laughs> like there's a couple Jeez. lines that I'm like these are so fucking cheesy but they're kind of poignant yeah so yeah yeah
1: I um actually I did kind of um this week I watched Phantom of the um Phantom of Paradise okay All of that movie um by the way it is just it's it's a it's a two, two disc set blu-ray and DVD but the movie's only on blu-ray so just get yourself a Blu-ray player. I saw. I one. Don't a, want to. I saw an open. How
3: gonna po- take me to get cable? That's true. <laughs> I saw an open
1: box Blu-ray player for fifty-four bucks over at Best Buy. That's too good. Right now, someone's going. Fuck, let's go to Best Buy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'll <laughs> get there knows? and it's gone.
1: Um. So yeah, but yeah, I watched, and all the special features on it were really nice. You know, like kind of like the history and like how the movie kind of really for a nineteen seventy-two movie
2: mm-hmm.
1: how ahead of its time that it was like I mean looking back and going oh my god the, the, the Lee Bag guy Swan does stuff live on TV to for everyone to see almost like a reality show mm-hmm. um the makeup thing kind of predates kiss a little bit
0: oh, okay you know
1: um there was a couple other like little that the whole glam rock thing where. Uh, lead character. Well, one of the characters dies on stage, and the fans are all going nuts because they don't know whether or not it's part of the show or part of real life. It's like this nice blur. But as far
3: as far as they're concerned, it's great, right, Entertainment, and they sort of roll with it, and they're right. like, "The, the I, I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about." The executives are like, "Fuck," but the you know the audience is eating it up,
1: right? And it was just kind of like watching it. Yeah, it's it's schlocky and kind mm-hmm. of yeah, kind of kooky a little bit. But I'm just kind of going, you know what? It's still kind of me for me as a fan of the movie and seeing it a couple times when I was younger seeing it it really still holds up mm-hmm. and I would love to get that that helmet mask yeah. like that kind of is like
3: I've thought that a few times like I would love to, I would love to have because he has the silver teeth too right to get like you know some some kind of prosthetic to put over my teeth to make them silver and you know the whole nine
1: yeah I mean <laughs> if if I ever decide to cosplay I think I, I could be right up that alley the whole mask thing yeah. the black lipstick the whole and then Paul <laughs> Paul
3: Williams is the one who played Swan. Yeah. He wrote He wrote well, most if not all of the he songs. Did write all of it. And for people who love Muppets, he also did a lot of the songs for the Muppets, a, which is something that A lot more I than
1: just that. You'd be surprised at how many people he've actually been influenced by mm-hmm. his soundtracks. I was shocked. Really? Like there on the Blu ray there's actually an interview with him and Gamel del Toro because he's a huge fan of Phantom of the Paradise. Wow. It was, almost like, you're kidding me. Like I was like, and they're friends too. They've known each other for years. I'm like, I never would have guessed Paul Williams had any kind of pull like that. Right. You know, I found it fascinating. 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 So what are you doing, Chrissy?
4: Oh my God. Uh, Just getting ready for Monster Mania this weekend. Up and we'll get to that i'm just saying you're asking me <laughs> that's, what I, that's what i've been doing and uh and 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 wedding stuff and who got married i'm getting married soon
1: Oh, so yay. you're just doing your own wedding stuff? You're not like, oh, I went to a wedding and.
4: No, no, and my niece's baby shower was today. So, um, oh, so oh. Jaden, Jaden will be doing about four weeks. So, uh, hey, little buddy.
2: <laughs> what what? In,
4: in, in utero, I'm hey sorry. little buddy. Wah, wah. It's
2: like
1: he gets his
4: first radio shout out, and he's not even born yet. Yeah. Nice.
1: Just put the, just put the headphones around your belly. What up <laughs> <laughs> Pull once for yes, twice for no. <laughs> we'll get our first yick, in utero yick. uh
4: in utero interview. Yeah.
1: So how are you feeling? I'm a little tired after the move. <laughs> first it was dark and I was swimming, everything was kind of cool. Kind of a little mellow, just kind of this just... is kind of I kind of blocked it out after about three months. Came kind of white noise. Had my, I was, It was a man cave. Had my TVs all set up. <laughs> had my pool table. Had instant access to food. All of a sudden, bam! Noise, lights. I get smacked in the ass for no fucking reason. <laughs> Already, I'm not even a minute old. I'm getting pushed around. <laughs> Fuck all you. <laughs> Welcome
0: to the world, kid. Now, give me some titty.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> End scene. <laughs> uh, so, you're obviously getting ready for Monster Mania, as you mentioned.
4: Yeah, but I'm not going to plug it again. <laughs> no, go ahead.
1: <laughs> for, for. I'm sorry. It's, it's a smoker's cough.
3: I got to admit, I'm a little disappointed. I'm going to miss it this time. Yeah,
4: I think it's going to be a good show. Um, you know, the, the people who put on Monster Mania do a really good job. And uh, there's going to be some pretty cool guests. Um, We are actually going to have two booths this time, which is this is our first uh, booty booths go around. And, you know, we're very excited. It's the last show we're doing before the wedding. Um, (laughs) And uh, so we really want to have a good time with it. And then, you know, we'll come back next year and we'll be doing a lot more stuff.
1: Okay, just to kind of give you an idea, I'm looking at the the list of guests because I'm I'm going as well. I really should pull up the actual website and not there. Adam
3: West and Burt Ward. Mads Mickelson from um, Hannibal, King Arthur, Clash of the Titans.
1: Vern people... Troyer's
3: going to be there. Mini Me. Mini Me. Uh, I ran into somebody who met him, and apparently he hates being referred to as Mini Me.
1: Well, I, I would, would never do I that.
3: Can't, I can't say I blame him. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, that's kind of like walking up to Adam West going, Yo, what's up, Batman? <laughs> Yo, Robin. What's up? Heard you got a huge dick. <laughs> I'd run up to him, West! <laughs> yeah. Mayor West. Yeah, there's <laughs> some people go Mayor West.
3: Well, only because he'd probably punch me for Batman.
1: You know, um, um,
3: there's going to be a Walking Dead reunion. They're so there
1: every fucking Chan-
3: one. Uh, Chandler Riggs, Denise Crosby, who I would want to see
1: uh, again. I mean, for the Star Trek nerds, that's, that's kind of that's a, a, yeah, a, yeah, that's a good guess. She was
3: on. Um, what the hell is the show? She did an episode of. I want to say it was Bones.
1: Like she might have, she, she one of the first places. few seasons. Um, and
3: she was really good on it. Um, Robert Patrick. He from canceled. Terminator 2. He oh, canceled?
1: he canceled. Um, he canceled. I, you know, I, I got to be honest, wasn't really that like, kind of like, woo, Robert Patrick. I mean, yeah, Terminator Two and True Blood, but other than that, I mean, it'd be kind of nice to go, yeah, there he is, but yeah.
3: Um, they're having a Return of the Living Dead reunion. I am so excited. I can't even James, Karen, it. Linnea Quigley, Clue Glogger.
1: Um, Lana Quigley was Luger, once considered whatever. the Scream Queen next to Jimmy Lee Curtis. Nice. Oh, I sent it so, so professionally. And here we are on the 18th hole. And, oh, he shanks it to the left.
3: Peter Mayhew will be there.
0: Uh,
1: I can't do my wheelchair anymore.
0: <laughs> 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 Should be walking around on this
1: one. Meg Foster's going to be there. Uh, Love Meg Foster. uh, Actually... Evil
0: Lynn,
3: she was in... No, no, uh,
1: see, you're not getting down far enough. It's the They Live reunion.
3: Well, it is the They Live reunion, but I know her from... She did... You know, she was Evil Lynn in the live-action Masters of the Universe. Right. But she was also in... um, This is... I don't even know what year this came out. It was a Sleepy Hollow TV uh, movie with Jeff Goldblum.
1: Uh, Oh, I remember that one. Yeah,
3: I, I... I've never been able to find that on DVD. Yeah,
1: really probably, so I'm sure you can I... Amazon or Amazon. You know what? At Monster Mania, there is this, I guess I might as well push it. There's a guy who takes old VHS movies and puts them onto a DVD or Blu-ray Yeah, because there's some movies that you're never going to get. Like, yeah, like, I've, I've like One of my favorite movies, like Up the Creek, I'm like, I love that movie. I'm, no, I'm never going to find it. It's never never going to hit DVD.
3: I found a, uh, I know who you're talking about. I found he had a copy of *Arsenic he's, and Old Lace*.
1: He's usually right across from Troma.
4: I believe that they are called, if we're doing the plug properly, yeah. VHSPS. Is that?
1: What I think mean? I think so. Yeah, there you go. Ooh. Ooh, someone's <laughs> professional. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Julian Sands will also be there, which I'm excited about because he did a he did Dario Argento's *Phantom of the Opera* and he was the Phantom. Really well done.
1: Always be arachnophobia to me. Then we got some, <laughs> and,
4: and then we got some wrestlers coming up. Yeah. yeah.
1: Come on. I'm sorry. As far as I'm concerned, only one wrestler matters. Rowdy Roddy Piper.
4: Dude, Hacksaw Jim Duggan's going to be there. Yeah. And and Brutus the Barber, which I'm kind of excited
1: about. Uh, sorry. I'm bringing my They Live copy so I can get Roddy. I can get David Keith. Not to be confused with Keith David. That's the white guy. And Meg Foster. Boom. And then I'm going, I'm out. <laughs> Peace out, bitches. I go, I now, now I go to Monster for two things. Time with the family and that fucking buffet breakfast that they have at the hotel. <laughs> <sighs> it is. It's, I think it's like 13 bucks. Ain't bad. It ain't bad. And it's scrambled eggs, bacon, sausage. hash browns, sometimes sausage. Yeah. Sausage, you know, bagels, cream cheese, but it's buffet style, so you can go back forever. (laughs) I I, I usually load up my plate, get some scrambled eggs, some pile, big amount of bacon on it, get myself a bagel, chomp, 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 and orange OJ, because, you know, you need your protein, (laughs) you need your fruits. It's no protein. Sure there is. The way I drink it, there is.
3: <laughs> I drink nice it like and it. chunky. I
1: drink I'm it. scared to ask what you mix in. I flex when I drink it. <laughs> right. And then after I'm done that, I go back for round two.
4: Also, um, Bill Mosley and uh, Derek Mirrors will also be at Monster Mania.
3: So. And Michael Berryman.
4: Who I love.
1: Well, actually, the Derek Mirrors, you can take your copy of of compound fracture. fracture. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, there you go. That sign. Ah, oh, see, tie in the geekster. Is that uh,
4: the whole Michael Berryman thing? My favorite thing he ever did was he was like that goon in Weird Science. He's like, maybe we shouldn't, you know, talk about this. I'd hate to lose my teaching job. It's like my favorite <laughs> thing. Yeah. Ever yes. <laughs>
3: you know what? They're so they're doing. Uh, they have two of the actors from Insidious, and one of them is Danielle Baisuti who played the mother in. Um, there is a typo on here um, In Insidious <laughs> It says
1: She goes to one grammar class <laughs> <laughs> No I did this before the grammar class This is why I went to the grammar class um, It ins- is
3: I Erica Grammar Nazi Hi <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much Anyway it's di- uh, She played the mom You know the mother in uh, Insidious chapter 2 Didn't, Fucking terrifying no, woman I don't
1: watch those movies
3: terrifying woman she was really scary good i I would want to go meet her and see what she looks like without the creepy fucking ghost mom makeup
1: i kind of you know anything anything by the producers of paranormal activity i'm always like i'm passing i I
3: liked i liked it i mean i
1: to me to me it's it's knowing the history that it was kind of like this little small video thing that kind of made it around the youtubes it's the it's the wait for it wait, wait. insidious no paranormal activity oh those
3: movies I don't give a shit about yeah but insidious...
1: anything from that line it just kind of makes me go like alright wait for it wait for it boom ah wait for it wait for it boom they didn't really in, in the
3: original insidious they didn't really do that till more towards the middle and the end of the movie like yeah. and it was it was only to push the story along
1: I, I, I I'm taking your word for it zero interest in seeing any of those movies
3: that's okay you suck anyway
1: yeah alright, whatever get out <laughs> <laughs> almost didn't make it we, anyway we haven't changed the name of the show to two boobs on Abroad yet <laughs>
3: <laughs> i'm going home and watching tv goodbye yeah i, was, uh, I got on demand now oh no <laughs> you mean i'm actually going to be able to go down the shore on sundays like i'm being persuaded oh, to like with my friends oh, yeah someone's really
1: twisting her arm to show up here <laughs> i'm just saying
3: i skip going to the shore for you guys
1: oh Oh, tear
3: yeah there should be a fucking tear there
1: anyway continue (laughs) well you're the one who was spouting off who was going to be there so you're the one that could continue you
3: were bringing up the list too i I, just beat you to it and that's why i stopped that's that's all i got
2: oh all right (laughs) okay
1: that buffet though Go for the buffet.
2: <laughs>
1: they lose when me, my brother in law, and my nephew walk in. They fucking lose money. <laughs> like they should be paying us to eat there. <laughs> do they have a? Um,
3: no. <laughs> it's going to be a sushi bar. No. Um, no. No. Do they have a policy? It's in
1: Jersey. What do you expect? <laughs> do
3: they have a policy at the at the buffet that you know? Take all you want, but eat all you take, kind of thing.
1: I've never once seen that sign, and that problem has never been a problem for me.
3: Okay, because here's like I went out for to a a sushi buffet, and which actually is not that bad considering it's a buffet. But uh, yeah, but sushi- there was there were signs around saying, and I don't know if I just didn't notice this before, but there were signs around saying. Take all you take all you can eat, but eat all you take. Otherwise, they pu- they tack on a twenty percent surcharge. on Well, your I'm desk. gonna
1: say that's probably because sushi can be really expensive. Yeah. So if you're paying like you know buffet and you're gorging, you're gorging yourself, and then when it comes time to clean up and you've got a, a moundful of food, that's wasteful.
3: Yeah. I mean, I no, I, and believe me, I'm not.
1: I no, I'm just. I'm saying not I, arguing. I, with I can it, I like, can understand that logic but when you're talking about scrambled eggs and bacon and. They're kind of cheaply made anyway. Yeah. I mean, they're not really high on the, you know, like expensive yeah. expense. But I mean, I, I mean, but I also agree. Like, look, don't make make sure your eyes aren't too big for your stomach when yeah. you do a buffet. Like,
3: I th- yeah, yeah, I think that should be at any buffet, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: I know. But the thing is, is like, let's just like hypothetically saying I'm going to a buffet and I'm trying something for the first time. And like, I take a little bit. Like, I'm not saying I'm going to take an entire plateful, Right. And what if, what if I don't like
1: it? Well, that I think. Yeah, that's- that
4: I, I think. I kind
3: of wonder, like, if they if they would have made an allowance, like, hey, I took this, you know, I, think I took you, this eel sushi, and I realized I don't like eel.
1: I think they're willing to make allowances. I think they're talking about like, there's a family of five, and they get a whole bunch of food, and there's like enough three food. plates of food. Left. There's like three plates of food left, yeah. or a full plate of food. You taking a piece and going, oh, I don't like that, and putting it back. That gets, you know, that's that's one thing. I think yeah. it's the like, you know, you have. Some people go, oh, it's buffet, so And we just mound on, like, you know, there's like a, a foot high pound of sushi because it was maybe like $20 or $30 for yeah. the.
3: It was, uh, I think it's like 14 bucks.
1: That's not which bad. Ain't
3: bad. Yeah. I mean, I've had sushi that was like 14 bucks for like three little yeah. pieces. So. You know? I mean, it's, it, and like I said, for buffet sushi, it's not bad. Well,
1: let's face it. We're Americans. We don't, we're Americans. We don't know nothing about portions. Uh, <laughs> you, know, you know what I usually do at buffets? I usually is I go- have my steak with a side of steak. <laughs> <laughs> I go,
3: I get little plates. I take like the little, I like, guess, salad plates. Uh-huh. And then that way I can, cause I can't gorge. Like, I can't eat a ton. Amateur. <laughs> I know. So what I do is I get, like, little plates, and I just grab, you know, one right. or two things, and I just go back, so it feels like I ate more.
1: And also, she rationalizes going the walk from here to there. I'm working off what I just ate.
4: Like, 15 calories right there, man. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs>
1: Even though I just ate 3,000. What about you, Ed? Any buffet uh, pointers? Uh, Yeah, actually. Uh, Bring I, foil line
0: pockets? Never take food from a bum. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what my story was is I went to this uh, smorgasbord type of buffet and they had cheesesteaks. So I was like, yeah, like a Philly cheesesteak. I'll have one. It was the worst thing I ever had. Yeah, that's the. I had two bites and I took it back because actually that's how bad it was. And I'm like. Was it in Philadelphia? No, it wasn't.
1: That's your problem right there, buddy. I'm was like,
0: it
3: like a big chain buffet or was it like a an independent place? It was an
1: independent place. Yeah. It was, well, so it wasn't Golden Corral. No, it wasn't Golden yeah. Corral. I love Golden
3: Corral. I've gone to I've gone to I, I'm not going to name them because I don't want to blast them on air. But like <laughs> I, I went to It was all country buffet. There
1: you go. And Hope it was
3: OC Oh my <laughs> god, The food. Okay, so we went in. They started charging for drinks separately, which I was like, I'll just drink I just drink water anyway, so whatever, you know. So and the funny thing is, is, they like, at the one we went to anyway, they were like hawks staring at you. Yeah. you went anywhere near the drink machine, I'm like, I'm walking past it to go to the ice cream. Fuck you. Yeah. And the food wasn't that good to begin with. I think it was like 15 or 16 bucks a person. Well,
1: it has old right there on the wall. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I,
3: I thought old was just in the title, not, you know, the, like,
1: referring to the food. Golden Corral. It's a corral of just golden goodness. Like, sit there and watch him make your steak. Want a rare... I want to hear moo when you poke it, <laughs> you know. And then you get the chocolate fountain at the end. Oh, jello! There's always room for jello. <laughs> no, look at me! What am I? I'm a zit. <laughs> <laughs> I cover
4: everything in chocolate. I'm like, oh wait, there's some strawberries. There's some apples. There's some rice krispies. There's some marshmallows. Everything chocolate. Now in hey, my look. mouth.
1: Here's my salmon <laughs> covered in chocolate. Chocolate covered salmon. <laughs> I'll try that I'll I would, I would at least take a, a bite out of it Going
4: oh, Well you know You don't want to waste anything
1: <laughs> Waste not Want not
4: <laughs> Did
1: you do anything exciting this weekend?
0: I went back to the
1: 70s <laughs> Oh my
3: god He's a time traveler
1: <laughs> You needed to work on your fro? That's
0: right <laughs> I like pick going now anyway
1: why would you go back to the 70s
0: uh, i actually watched two documentaries that i found Oh, past- i watched
1: a documentary too we'll get to yours get to yours first yeah
0: <laughs> the first one was uh, of course this week if this past week was the 40th anniversary of uh, nixon resigning from office so they had a, a documentary nixon by nixon It was all his audio tapes when he taped when he was in office every conversation that he had either through the telephone or in his white in the white house office so it was basically like that historical time of what was going on and he was the most anti-Semitic, <laughs> racist, paranoid... I don't like the Jews. <laughs> he didn't like anybody. I hate them all. <laughs> he didn't like the Catholics. He didn't like the Jews. He didn't I don't like people. Like he didn't like I don't anybody. like
1: anybody. Let's go bomb somebody. <laughs> <laughs> the worst, so I've, worst I've, Nixon ever.
0: <laughs> Even the real one was the worst ever. Yeah. But anyway and then of course the uh, flyers uh, the 70 cops bullies. bullies.
1: yeah i love uh, that documentary that's a great documentary sure.
0: no but
3: i do have a piece of memorabilia from that
1: from the 70s
2: yeah
3: so my mom worked at wfil radio uh-huh. at the time she was a model and she got to take home some of the records that they you know the actual vinyl albums that they weren't using anymore well they had a promo that they would play at the time that it was like a, a a fake interview that was made up with song clips.
1: Oh, one of those. Yeah,
3: and she brought it home, Ugh. and I still have it.
1: I always hated those things. <laughs> like, hey, Et, so you want to go home? You know, what's your phone number? Eight six seven five three oh nine. Pretty, pretty much. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I haven't listened to that in
3: probably Ugh. like fifteen years, but I, I still have it. Cause... Can you, Can you play it now? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Have I have a your I have turntable. A, yeah, I have a turntable at home. So, and I just hooked up. You know, game. I'm not really surprised. I, I, col- I actually collect vinyl. So, oh, okay. Yeah, I prefer... Now I've started buying... When I go out and buy music, I'll buy it on vinyl. And a lot of the new vinyl records come with a digital download. So that, that way I can download it to my iTunes and <laughs> listen to
1: it
0: on vinyl. So that's what they're playing on the vinyl. It's so clear.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, yeah, that brought you Bullies is actually a really good... Good documentary. Kind That's of...
3: not the one with Rob Zombie. That Rob Zombie. Did. No,
1: no, he was no, especially no. making that movie, yeah. and he kind of pushed that aside to make Thirty One.
4: Oh yeah. Which kind of looks pretty good. Yeah. You hear about the Indiegogo that he's doing? I
1: posted on my Facebook page. The thousand uh, uh, dollar backstage pass, for, like for, fast like, for, for life. life
4: forever. I'm like, yeah.
1: I, if I had to, if I had a grand, I definitely show it's like, if you can get to no matter where he's playing around the world, if you can get there, this pass will allow you to get get to walk in
4: wow that's pretty awesome and i'm whether like, it's sold out or not
1: yeah wow. i'm like because my sister's like wow i wonder if they'll have seats i'm like i think with those tickets you'll probably be right up front in the mosh pit or behind stage to kind of see it from that side angle See, and
3: that's what i would hope for is like you know it, it uh, a little bit be of an, able to get backstage yeah
0: you know
1: but still chill you know yeah. with everybody else. I, I mean like i mean chances are i'm like like oh rob i love you just kind of like going <laughs> like
0: you can <laughs> imagine imagine a guy like that though he gets oh, he's God, so love excited Ten <laughs> <And laughs> years later rob's still doing it you know and and there's a guy this old guy standing here and he's like i love you over <sighs> his walker yeah.
1: My, my colostomy bag has Dragula on it. <laughs> it's like
4: in like Blades of Steel. Did you get my cup of my blood? Yeah.
1: I mean, like, it, it, was, it seems like a really nice... Because, I mean, when it comes to the Philadelphia area, yeah, sure, I'd definitely go use it. But you know what? He's going to be in, let's say, Delaware. It's not that far. Woo! New York. Or New York. Or let's say you're, you're planning a trip and you just so happen to know... Rob Zombie's going to be in that town. Like, let's say you're going to Disneyland. Yeah. And Rob Zombie's over the next town over. You go, fuck, I'm bringing my passes. Let's go see Di- Let's go see Rob Zombie in Florida. Dude, I would keep those passes on me, like, all yeah. the time. I would have They would
3: to... never leave my body. It's one of
1: the first tattoos I get. Cut this just in case I lose it. Yeah. <laughs> get it, like, like,
4: implanted yeah. into your arm. Yeah. Like, just makes again. a pocket. You pull it out.
1: Look! Yeah. <laughs> you're wearing that, uh, like, a sleeve. <laughs> You know, oh, it's just all oh, clean. Like,
0: if you pull it out, so excited, you rip or, the pocket. I'll, I'll, I'll be wearing. I'll be, you'll be like, look how
3: hardcore I am. <laughs> I'd be wearing like a what do you
1: call it, a, a Dallas Cowboy quarterback with that the yeah. thing on there. Oh, look, what's my plan? This is my plan, bitch.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's also doing things like giving away. Um, there were some like crosses from yeah. House of a Thousand Corpses, oh! like them big ass crosses, dude. I was like, what? <laughs>
1: It go, also, go, go look at Rob Zombie's I, yeah. uh, Facebook page. I'm I sure think, it's there. For I think
4: it's uh, uh, rz31.com <clears throat> or something. Yeah, like
1: that. look at that, too.
4: But yeah, there were some people, and I, I didn't agree with it, but they were like, oh, why has he got his hand out for money? He's got millions of dollars. and
3: That's not the yeah. point. Pl- that's his money.
4: Well, right. Okay, but, so that, not the- that would be like somebody
3: saying, to you know, now granted we do, but... Somebody saying to us, well, you have the money. Why
1: don't you just do your your radio show? You know what? I got to be honest. I kind of like I kind of see both sides of the fence on that one. Like if you truly believe in something and you have the money, you if you can, like just because let's say you fall short, you know, let's say it's going to cost 30 million dollars to make this movie. And he comes up with 20 million dollars. You know, what? he could throw in 10 million dollars to try to produce this film because it's what he wants. But on the other hand, like take a look at the Veronica Mars movie. Mm -hmm. where they wanted to you know it never would have gotten made it never would have gotten made and they all said like because i have the dvd i watch the behind the scenes stuff they all said knowing that the fans put money towards it made them work harder to make sure that it was the best it could possibly be exactly so that's why i kind of like i see both sides like zombies going hey you want me if you want this movie help me make it and then by getting that money might go you know what i see the love that the people have for me Mm -hmm. i mean why not you paid money to go see him in concert you pay money to buy his you know his t-shirts or his cds why not pay money to see something on film that you want to see
3: yeah exactly i mean how how many movies have have not gotten made that people are like dude i would love to see that
1: prime example and we'll get to that when we get to the box office things get on up yeah that movie never would have been made if it it was was
3: like 10 or 15 years in the making, right. wasn't
1: it? It wasn't. wouldn't have been made if until I would say, what do you call it? Um,
3: <sighs>
1: God damn it. Why did the name slip out of my Wait, head? Wait, we
3: just talked about this last week, didn't we?
1: Yeah. Um, Rolling Stone's lead singer. Keep- Mick Jagger? Mick Jagger. Yeah. yeah, if Mick Jagger was an executive producer of it,
3: and they had to trim the budget too, because right. remember the original budget was like overinflated. Right, and they had to make do with I it think with like than half. Yeah,
2: yeah.
3: Um, so I okay, so I have the stuff for Rob Zombie. Um, Ten dollars, you get a blue ray, well, blue ray po- upgrade. Just, just
1: post it on our Facebook page. Yeah,
3: I will. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff in here, and it's not. You it's know, not like, out crazy of, expensive. Like for
1: a thousand bucks, that's a fucking steal, for and you 50, get two of them.
3: For fifty bucks, you can get a signed DVD. Yeah, I From mean... Rob
1: Zombie. That's, like, to me... 60,
3: you get a Blu-ray.
1: That's kind of like, all right, it seems average going. Like, if you were standing in line, like, if he was at, a, let's say, a Monster Mania... It's cheaper than PBS. That's a good point. That's a very good <laughs> that's point. That's true. That's a very good point. And you're not being hounded for begging for money <laughs> oh, every yeah, 10 Drake. minutes. Rob yeah. Zombie
3: comes back. Would you like to support your favorite demonic...
1: Um, I'm, I'm hoping you like this version of uh, Sal- Witches of Salem. Um and then if you want to see more stuff like this, please blade your allegiance to me. <laughs> I don't
4: know. I just think that he he said it best when he was like, you know, like he wishes that when certain movies were made, you know, that he could have had a part in that, and he's offering that to his fans. And I think yeah. that wow, like like you're immortally like that's immortality right there well, they're talking about like names and credits and well shit. okay like that's well awesome you know what
1: i'm gonna say the first time i saw that was lord of the rings the extended cut on the i think the final film mm-hmm. anybody who signed on i mean just because they were fans of it was i think lord of the .net. Mm-hmm. i think it was yeah if you were registered a registered fan of that site your name was in the credits like, just as a thank you. I mean, Mark's name's in the credits. Yeah. Just because he was a fan of that, and he, because everyone loved the story. And there was, it was a good two minutes of just names of people that going, yeah, I liked it. I like, you know, sure. And they didn't offer any money or anything, but it was just like a, hey, you're one of us, buddy. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. And I think, like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, and just just for argument's sake, I actually have to burn it so I can actually watch it, that um, I did a Kickstarter program. I that the guy who does Harley's Joker. Okay, he was in a movie as Joker. Um, I think it was
3: the dude with the really creepy. uh...
1: The first, uh he I, he I, looks I, exactly like. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it was. I want to. Say, I don't want to say Legends of the Night. It was like a The Dark Knight Chronicles. Yes, I put a hundred bucks in. Nice. You know, because I wanted to see this guy be Joker. Yeah, and my hundred bucks got me um the first three episodes.
3: Okay, cool. You know,
1: nice. I, I have them in format, and I put them downloaded my my computer. I just haven't watched it yet, but I still felt like, and I think I'm supposed to be getting like a autograph picture of Batman. I think. Oh, I cool.
4: Nice. My fiance and I did one for a show. If you've never heard of it, called Todd in the Book of Pure Evil. I know that movie. They're doing. Um, I know
1: that show. I actually watched both seasons on uh, on Netflix.
4: Right, and they're actually finishing it with an animated movie because they didn't have a budget for live action. Right. So they got the money up and um and we actually did um we actually did uh contribute money for it, so when it comes out, you know we get different like benefits, but we got a diploma from Crowley High School, nice. <laughs> <laughs> which is so badass, and it's like you know you really want to see how it ends, and you know they, they couldn't afford it on their own so i mean it's it's kind of cool
1: like yeah, I'm all for Kickstarter programs because. Even from famous people like Kevin Smith that actually was mm-hmm. gonna do um I think Red State on a Kickstarter program. Yeah. But then he got he bailed out because of that attitude of oh, why you gotta beg for money? So he bailed out of it and then fast forward like two years later and the Veronica Mars movie takes off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And he was just like, Shit, I could have been ahead of the curve. You know, and he you know, because it does make it a little bit more like in a world where we go and in see a world. in a world where how many shitty oh, movies are made on a, like like this last Transformer movie. Yeah. I've heard nothing but bad things. Yeah. So like, you know, in, in the time where do you want to see more Transformers 4 on screen Mm -hmm. or want to see something a little bit more original? Throw money at the things that 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 might make a, that might, it might change the way things are being done. Yeah. One quick um,
3: thing that it's, it's a little bit of a plug. Um, There's a record store that me and Chrissy both love to death and they actually have an Indiegogo going on right now because they're in danger of closing. So it's Digital Ferret down in uh, Center City. If you guys are familiar with Digital Ferret,
2: nope,
3: <laughs> it's well, <laughs> a
4: gothic industrial, um, Psycho-billy. all that good stuff. Yeah, like they. So they've been open
3: for twenty years now, and they're in danger of closing. Um, and one of the employees is seeking funding to pay off debts and take over the shop so that it can stay open. And I mean I've been going there since I was in college and I mean I don't get there as often as as I would like, but they're um, they're struggling because of, you know, everybody taking their sales online. I, so
1: why don't they do that?
4: They do. Eh? They do have an online business, but it's like the days of going into a music store and getting your shit. You I, know?
1: I I mean I, I empathize. But I can't remember the last time I walked into a record store. I mean, not just you know, it's I just like. But it's like, oh, yeah. well, <laughs> but I, it's it's like going. In, you know what? For me. The last time I walked into yeah. the last time I bought a CD was this afternoon, and I walked into Best Buy and got it. Right, you but know? it's
4: like going into a comic book store.
1: I completely agree. I mean, it is it is a you know, like I would hate to see comic books. I would don't like to see record stores go out of business. You know, so go go.
0: Yeah, I miss Sam Goody. <laughs> you
1: know what? I yeah. And tower.
0: Wall to wall sound and video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. The, or the wall. Well, see, well it was,
1: it was to little stickers. Wall. That, yeah. Yeah. Then, uh, well, actually, I remember seeing the fog bowl at there. It was at the big giant store at the Roosevelt Mall, and my friend and I were walking in. And it was it's the big. We could, they call it the fog bowl when the Eagles were playing the Bears and there was that big fog that was in the stadium at the vet at the yeah. time and you couldn't see shit from Shinola. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember standing in Waterwall Center Video, the superstore, there in the corner where the um, turf club is and just watching it going, how the fuck can you play football? i mean, that's football to me. Yeah. Like you're fighting the elements to yeah. play a game. None of this dome shit and none of this, oh, we have a dome but we also have a cutout. It's like a sunroof. Fuck you! Play out in the open. Be a man. Fuck you and your sunroof. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, it's about it's about gridiron. It's about getting down, getting dirty, playing the rain, playing the snow. Uh, but we don't want really to get hurt. Fuck you! You know your hockey players bitching after you know. I've seen hockey players get a busted nose in period one, come back in period three, and shoot fucking three goals. Oh, my pinky hurts. I can't throw a ball. <laughs> Fuck you. Sorry No dude With with, with their kind of salaries You would (laughs) think Geekster Sports talk Which (laughs) like Fuck (laughs) you (laughs) Be a man (laughs) (laughs) I can't throw a ball My pinky's broken (laughs) (laughs) I had to sit out For three weeks Even though I'm doing 16 games (laughs) Fuck you. Get a skate across your fucking neck and see yourself bleed out on ice and then get saved and then come back a couple weeks later. That's a man! (laughs) (laughs) He can't eat steak because he's missing
4: all of his teeth, but he's a man. That's right. Everyone knows that. He puts his steak
1: in a blender. Everyone knows that picture Uh, of Clark with the teeth, missing teeth, holding that Stanley (laughs) Cup (laughs) up, going, fuck you, bitches! I'm no, gonna drink whole, my dinner The way I look at it is The whole world couldn't take out that Russian team Until they walked in the fill of That's right And we bitch slapped them across the ice Back home if They left <laughs> Fuck you And they came back Because <laughs> they wanted to get paid That's right That's right They, had to, they walked off you guys will get paid. Get the fuck back on ice. But they're beating us up. That's right. <laughs> Welcome to Philly, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great, great documentary. I highly recommend Go Team. Uh, that was great. <laughs> uh, I, didn't, I didn't get that you liked it from that, that I whole Loved thing. it. <laughs> the best. I love my flyers. Ugh. Yeah, I know. It's been a while since we brought a Stanley Cup home. But I, I have faith. Yeah. I believe in my team. Sooner or later, I'll be there. I may be 175 years old. But
3: I'm like, yeah! And then right after that, he's going to go see Rob Zombie.
1: Yeah. Woo! I'm going to see a zombie at the truck.
3: <laughs> they're going to put you in one of the coffins on stage yeah. as a prop.
1: I'll be I- at this. At that point, I'll be looking like Christopher Pike from Star Trek in the whole movable kind of. Boop, boop. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll just be flashing my only the ability to flash a light. Woo! I'll be my, woo! Look, you must love it. He's flashing his red light. Look at that. Look at way to go, Actually bro. that huh? means he's having a stroke.
0: Yeah, that he's diddling. I don't know. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it, it'll be like future Rame. It won't be Rob Zombie, it'll be the head of Rob yes. Zombie. <laughs>
1: I'll be sitting there going, I wanna see some boobies. Some futuristic boobies. <laughs> my <Somebody> see them. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa died the way he lived Looking at booties <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: So it was, the, the documentary I saw this week Was um, Life 2.0 It okay. was a documentary on Second Life Which is something that I was on for a long time Until I met the woman of my love My life And then through Second Life And I haven't been back since because we tell you, know, we're actually in the real world. But this this movie, it was interesting, but kind of disturbing at the same time. Because I was getting kind of angry going, look, I've seen some pretty rotten shit in that, that yeah. realm, but where you took two of the three stories, fuck you. Kind of <laughs> like, it was really bad. It, it followed, the three stories were um, a couple, mm-hmm. married, okay. not to each other, meet in Second Life, he's in Canada. She's in New York. They respectively leave their significant others to start a relationship together. Okay. Now, this is about like six months, maybe a year, Like the, I think over the course of filming. Right. I think they made this decision to re- cheat on their spouses first, mm-hmm. you know, within six months of meeting each other online. Mm-hmm. Then they get separated from their respective others, and then this guy comes down from Canada and lives with her and her daughter. And there is a scene where I'm I'm just going, you know what? And the music is all like, it's all creepy music. It's not like, hey, we're in love. La, 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 la. It was more like, oh, it's a dark time. These are cheaters. They're lying. <laughs> and and there's this, you know, it's definitely like really, really like bad mood music. <laughs> and there's this moment where I just went, yeah, this guy's a complete fucking psycho. <laughs> 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 they're they're doing um a garden set now this okay keep in mind this documentary is also in 2010 yeah and i'm just like i was actually doing around that time i'm like looking at the background going, is my character back there is my, is my <laughs> back there? Like, son of a bitch it wasn't um so they're in a garden in her the back of her house and they're trying to tend this garden and apparently it seemed one of the plants was broken you know like one of the branches were broken on the plant and she was trying to, she wasn't chastising. She was very, like, kind of, she was very meek and kind of like, oh, but you have to be more gentle. And he's, like, really passively aggressive being a fucking dick. I mean, it was like, oh, will you see this stick? Um, this fucking stick? It wasn't broken by. And you could see that they are behind all this. there was a rage that was, like, this guy was, if she didn't get out of this, she'd be a headless corpse at this moment. You know? I mean it was just this quiet rage, but it was very like, oh, you this and this and you oh, you see the sweet like I was like, sweetheart? Like, oh I'm like w-. I'm like, psycho You know. And then needless to say, you know, they cut to him on his video cam and he's saying, I decided to move back to Cal- to Canada because you know, with the stress of the divorces and her daughter going back to school was a lot of stress. So I decided to move back home, you know, to Canada <laughs> and we're still working on it. And we're still going to be together. Then cut to her in tears, obviously, saying that this guy was a phony because he's not in Canada. He's actually out in India trying to, saying he's trying to get his life together to make a life out there in India for her and her kid. And I'm like,
3: where the hell did India come in?
1: That's, and that's what I'm saying is like, there's no, I'm like, I, I kind of Googled afterwards to see if there was any kind of follow up. I mean, it's four years later. I couldn't find shit. Yeah. All I could find was people bitching about this. That was story one. Story two <laughs> takes place with this um, woman in Detroit and she, and uh, the whole movie is intercut with the people who actually created, you know, Lyndon labs, the people who create second life. Yeah. There was this, um, she has a business and in that business you, you can sell clothing, you know, a clothing line, you know, shit for your body. Right. It's like, you know, Farmville, like, oh, I want to get this, you know, cart. Oh, I had the body for it. You know, buy it. So, she was it was a thriving business to a point where she was making almost six figures a year nice. selling this stuff. Then all of a sudden one day because of the the the, you know, it was 2010, so it was probably 2000 the crash in 2008, I guess. Yeah, right, yeah. You know, everything started to dry up. And she was losing money at this point. She found out that there was a guy who, because of a bug in his system, was able to copy and reproduce all her stuff and be able to hand it out to people as free. So these people weren't getting were getting it for free. Wow. You know, and then so then next thing you know, they flashed to Philadelphia going, I don't remember cameras being outside my place. How did they find out? How did they know? They, they were actually talking to a lawyer from Philadelphia who worked with who she went to. And he found out, found out along with her and, like, five other people that were ripped off from this one singular person who took advantage of this bug and was able to successfully sue this person, you know, which was great. But the, the I would say, the monetary gain from, like, Linden Labs, like how much you charge something in Second Life mm-hmm. versus real-world cash the chick only wound up getting like 525 bucks out of this lawsuit. <laughs> you know, because, I mean, like if I'm paying $1,000 in Linda, Linda dollars, maybe like 50 cents. Okay. So it's it's like little, like, oh, well, it's $50. I can buy this nice house for like $3. Yeah. And I can live in that nice house, but woo, and it all comes all furnished and stuff. So I guess they kind of valued her, all her her net worth in far as actual real money down to 525 bucks, <laughs> even though in could have, you know, her inventory with that's what her worth i guess is so she like you know the course I kind of oh i learned my lesson now everything's copyrighted you know, like i have my shoe lines a brand my clothing lines a brand so she reinvented herself and was able to kind of reestablish her you know her i guess her income base yeah and i'm like okay it's not really that great of a story but okay it's interesting but yeah. not really great you know two out of two so far are not. i'm like this is not good. This third story can't end well either. And the, and I could tell that the third story wasn't going to end well because the first time you meet the guy, he's all blacked out. He's like in that dark. <laughs> he, he was like almost like in witness protection. He was completely, you know, like the, the room was dark. And he yeah. was yeah. going, this is my you know, And we are going, What the fuck's gonna go with this one guy this guy? It's actually him. Uh, (laughs) It's it's,
0: it's like that. He's not allowed to actually
1: that's you know, that silhouette, that's him. So now knowing how this ends, get your jokes in now. (laughs) Because he goes online as a female child avatar. right? all makes sense. All right. Okay. So go on. And now only like they I remember being in there, there were people who were in childlike avatars or adults most of them are getting like adopted yeah they go through like you can be adopted by by a family and it sounds all creepy but i actually like i you can go through a pregnancy Mm -hmm. yeah and the reason why i know that is because i had a friend who said they couldn't get pregnant in real life so they use second life to kind of go through the because you have to take care of your body you get an actual child you actually have to take care of the kid like you go through the virtual raising of a child Mm -hmm. so i'm like Okay, I'm kind of like all right, you know, you're finding your you're finding that part of you that's missing through that. So I always understood that. Yeah. So this guy was telling his fiance that you know like I need to find something in here about myself that I just don't know what it is. And she's like, Do you have to do it through a a, a little girl kind of thing? And you see him kind of deteriorate as far as he's in his before you know he had his room, like uh-huh. his, his office, and the door was always open now it's closed and I'm going I know what you know like having been there and I know the rampantness of adult activity that can fly through that thing yeah I'm just going this is so not gonna go well this can't be going well you know and I'm just like and then but little by little as the movie was progressing because it kind of intermixed all three stories Right. he comes a little bit more clear you know like there's actually one part where you actually kind of see him from like the eyelids down but it's blurry so you can't kind of tell facial features yeah and I'm going all right, what's going on? Like, all right, what are you gonna like? Hey,
0: everybody, look at me! You know, <laughs> it's just gonna—it's like there's It just keeps like, yeah, woo, woo, woo,
1: and then and, the face comes <laughs> there. You're like, oh my god! And what he decides to do it's is Joe, my neighbor. Yeah, oh, I know that guy. <laughs> you know, so and then it comes to a point where um he he decides to shut down his account and basically kill off his character. You know, his avatar. Yeah. And he says goodbye to his friends who are also childlike avatars as well, gives away all his stuff, you know, because you know, he's closing his account, closes his account, and then has this like heart to heart talk with his fiance. Turns out, apparently, through Second Life, he was able to and now again, if you were a you know, if it's like psychologist, maybe this is possible. He was able to rel- he was able to reawaken a memory of being molested as a child. You know, he, him, his sisters. It was assumed that his father was only molesting his sisters, but it turns out they were molesting him as well. So, through Second Life, as the childlike girl avatar, he was able to kind of have that awakening moment of going, "Now I know why." Uh-huh. But by this point, he's already kind of fucked his relationship with his fiance because she kind of left. Yeah, she's like, "This is, you know, this is why there's therapy kind of thing." Like, I understand, like how there's a thin line between saying it and, you know, like, I, you don't want to doubt the guy, but then he doesn't have any kind of clinical proof that it happened, mm-hmm. you know, because they don't follow any of that story. Yeah. Like, you would think, okay, you just hit, like, a huge red flag, let's follow this path, and there's a, at least another movie of your documentarian out of this guy. Yeah. but it doesn't follow up on anything. It's just basically... Like, and then now, at this point, of course, you see him in clear, and he's talking to the camera. Like, there's no the director doesn't kind of ask any questions. It's just basically like, like it's all a bunch of like confessions almost Mm. like talking to the camera. So he comes with his realization, but you know, I don't, doesn't say whether or not he seeked help. He was seeking help for it or not. I think his fiance was trying to get him to go seek help. And he was adamant about not going. That second life was helping him more than, than, than anything else. I don't understand that, you know, but I, you know, like I don't, I'm not a professional. Yeah. So it ends with him like a week after breaking up with his fiance. He's back in second life, but as a uh, a boy avatar, you know. And I'm just kind of going, "You didn't really accomplish anything. Like how? Like you really should well, he's be well still a victim. Is what he's what still a victim, victim, right? And you're always going to be a victim. victim yeah. But you could at least find the professional help to help you adjust to real life to be able to function. Yeah. You don't need to like. I know that I've spent countless hours in that place. But when the time came, I was able to walk away. Yeah. Some people don't like they just that they're like the, that's their life. That well, the one woman who's who running the business, she was on there almost like ten to twelve hours out of the day.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, because she was talking to customers. Like it was her like a full, almost like a full time job for her. But then there's other people who there who just once they come home, I I I was a victim of that for a while too. Like waking up, going. nothing to do let me go through second life wander around blah 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 and then like next thing i know it's like seven hours later i'm going i didn't fucking do anything all day except wander around saying hi to people you know i'm (laughs) like what the fuck you know i mean thankfully now i met stacy through through it and we started you know we we kind of moved that relationship that were that friendship that we had out of second life into the real world Mm -hmm. which grew into the relationship that we have i mean i wish more people would follow that Mm -hmm. but it's still one of those like you you could fall down that rabbit hole and never be seen again. And I was like, I kind of was like, you know what? The guy didn't talk about the positive stuff. Like there's companies in there who have like virtual group therapy, you know, like, you know, like actual businesses are being in like meetings are being held in that place. Or Mm -hmm. there's how many, how many successful relationships have come out of that? Maybe not necessarily marriage breaking, but maybe if there was two single people and they fall in love and they get married, because I knew a couple people that that met online. Mm-hmm. Aren't you one of them?
0: Not on second life, but yeah. Not on second life, but, but you met your yeah. wife online.
1: Yeah. So, but there is like, why not go through like, how about a positive story out of all this? It was kind of a downer. I'm just because calling. it's boring. Yeah, you're right. I guess it's not, it's not as
0: entertaining, or it's not yeah. as hey, shock man. value to go. You yeah, know. hey
1: everybody, here's a documentary, everything turns out fine. fine. Yeah. <laughs> wow, who'd have guessed?
4: I know people that, that um you know were on that. I actually know somebody who was um a male in real life, was a a lesbian female on second and didn't want anybody to know like everything they talked about was that who they really were, only female versus male. And was afraid that they would like lose their friends.
1: I I've met a like I met a handful of people like that too, where they felt like okay. The one thing, I, the one positive thing that I always felt about that that world was that it's safer to do some of the experimentations that you wanted to, to, to figure out. I mean, like there were like guys who were gay, but they were they were a woman avatar. And it was safer for them to kind of explore who they are as far as sexuality goes in a safe, controlled environment. Especially if you're in the middle of nowhere, or if you say I'm a gay man, you might get the shit kicked out of you. Yeah, you know. Or there's, um, I can't. I'm going down this dark path. But there were actually, you know, the whole rape fetish things. Mm-hmm. There are sites in there too where you can go through that experience in a safe environment as far as not walking down an alleyway going hey everybody i want to you know like that that it, that's whether whether you're pro or against the idea mm-hmm. you know say this uh, the bdsm stuff too like if you're not sure if it's for you you can at least try to do it in a safe environment where if it freaks you out you can always have the option of logging out something you can't do in real life yeah mm-hmm. you know so it it had positive stuff that this guy never focused on. So I mean, like I know exactly. I mean, I, be, I remember talking to a person. They're going, yeah, I'm a dude. I'm like, really? I never would have known. Good for you. I'm like, I don't care. I don't, I'm, I don't judge. I mean, I'm like, look, the only difference between me and my avatar is <laughs> after
0: they got through 50 bucks on your dress. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after I, after I'm, after I'm sitting with the virtual strip joint, I'm <laughs> handing them a bunch of ones going, Hey, what's up? Sugar tits. <laughs> no, no, you gotta say it the right way. Like, what's sugar up? Tits. Sugar, sugar tits. <laughs> you know hey i'm a dude good for you nice cans here's a dollar you know yeah he wants a good time not my thing but you keep shaking it you know like like i'm like look you do what you gotta do like i mean the only difference like the only difference between me and my avatar was the fact that he was thinner it was still me i mean it was still my i didn't lie who i was my even my avatar's name was sean because i'm not original with names i'm like I don't care. It's it's who I am. This is just an extension of me. I'm not hiding anything. So why not be as open as possible about like, yeah, this is me. Like I even had a picture of myself, Uh, you know, in the first profile. I'm going, I got nothing to hide. If you don't like me, fuck off. Like, I don't need your shit. I don't like, I don't need some dude from Australia giving me shit because I, for whatever reason, it's like, fuck you. Like, kiss my ass. Kiss my ass, sugar tits. you know. So, there's yeah, my little rant on fucking Second Life. <laughs> all right. Let's get the box office movies because I got a review to give.
0: You got a review to give. All I got right. a review. Top five movies of the weekend. Here we go. Number five is Lucy. It made nine point three million over the weekend, and it's made ninety seven point three overall. Not bad. Three weeks. Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. That's so a forty million dollar budget, so it's uh, did really well. Uh, the next is number four is a new release. It's the 100-Foot Journey. It made $11.1 million over the weekend.
3: That's the uh, Helen Mirren movie. Yeah. It's about the the restaurant that moves next door, and she gets all uppity about it.
0: Never heard of it. I
3: saw like three commercials, no, and I'm no like... No one ever heard of it.
0: <laughs> no. Well, apparently it made it to make number four. All right, now moving on. Number three is Into the Storm. Why? What number, what number was it? Three. You know what? Sure, why not? It's a new I, release. New release. It oh. made $18 million over the weekend. Oof. So. And that's a $50 million budget, so. All right. That's pretty
1: good. Okay, what, uh...
0: Number two is the number one movie from last week, Guardians of the Galaxy. It made $41.5 oh, okay, million. And number
1: two, son of a bitch. Yep. So I, you know what? I, everyone saw it first week, and anybody who saw... That movie last weekend obviously was going to go see this movie this weekend. So it's a one hundred
0: seventy point nine, one hundred seventy five point nine million overall in the U.S. only, obviously, but uh, it made its money back over the hundred seventy dollar budget. Yeah, there you go.
1: And then the number one movie, which is no big surprise. (sighs) It's not a surprise.
0: It's not, but it's depressing.
1: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle <laughs> made Boo! sixty-five hiss! million dollars. I can't
4: even talk about it.
1: Okay, apparently I will be the one who talks. About Are you it blowing I... your nose? No, or... hiss. I, I. I you call... obviously is...
0: have never had a cat. Yeah, but I'm, I'm like, look, looking over, and all I hear is. Uh, to me, it's like you hold your nose to the <laughs> light go. Going... There, exactly. That sounded exactly the same. Um, I mean, I, if you're blowing your nose at it, still <laughs> works.
1: Yeah. I thoughts
0: in your general direction,
1: <laughs> I heard Michael Bay. I heard mixed reviews. You heard mixed reviews? Yeah, a lot of people says the movie shit. And Michael Bay didn't direct it. Let's get that out in the open. He produced it. He produced it. He put up the money his to have His name produce. is still on it. I completely agree, but he, him just giving the money does not... I mean, I know it has some influence, but he didn't direct it. He didn't write it. So let's, you know, I mean, that's one thing people are going, well, he didn't fucking direct it, so get off his shit. You're right. You know what? He's got a he's got a big enough cross to bear in the former Transformers. So let's you know he's that's that's a big enough weight of shit to carry anyway. (laughs) All right, with the T with TMNT, a lot of people going Megan Fox wasn't too bad. She was actually pretty good. (laughs) And what and the Oscar goes to and what most people were surprised about is an amount of this shitty movie that the turtles. Their, their personalities were still intact from what everyone knows from the originals. Okay. Like, from the original cartoon, mm-hmm. like, their attitudes have, haven't changed. Like, they didn't kind of make, you know, Donatello more like Leonardo or Leonardo more like Raphael. They were all who they were from, like, day one kind of thing. Okay. Everything else around it, though, a maelstrom of crap, apparently. Yeah. But, like, I mean... I was in the theaters today, and the movie I see over your shoulder was number six. N- number eight? Number eight. Number eight? Number eight. There were little kids wearing the little masks mm-hmm. around, running around, and going, you know what? It's for them. You know what? I know that that movie's probably going to be a piece of shit, and I know that if I'm going to walk in and go see TMNT, I'm going to be kind of going, it's not the way I fucking remember it. You know what? It's not for me. It's and just not.
3: Here's the thing, because I was going to go see it today, and I said, No. I mean, and partially it's because I let myself be influenced by early reviews. Right. So I, you know, I started reading like all these reviews, comparing it to the 1990 version, which is what I watched today. <laughs> but <laughs> I just, I, I got to the point I was like, you know what? I can't, I can't go see it because I've, I've let myself be influenced. I'm going to, I'm going to go and pissed off that I paid $7 or whatever I end up paying. To go see this movie. So I I decided today I'm just going to wait for, I'll wait for Redbox, see it then, and then decide. Okay.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, like, I'll see it when it comes out in video. I don't think, I'm, I don't own the other TMNT movies, mm. so I'm probably not going to throw this. I'll wait for, like, Netflix. Or...
3: I only own the first one. I didn't like the second or third.
1: I, I the, the computer animated one was pretty good. They did a TMN. It was just called TMNT. It was a computer animated. Um, know, Sarah no, no. Michelle Geller was the voice no, no. of uh, April. April, no. um, They had a couple. Of, cool you got yeah, let me. IMDb. Go cool, look it up.
4: Look, my fiance is uh, lives, breathes, and dies by the turtles, and he feels like his childhood. Has-
1: Destroy it. I, I, I know a lot of people who feel and like, a lot of like, people feel that way but you know what but I, it's
3: all people like in their 30s you know it's it's 30s it, and 40s and, I mean, and I, we all kind of feel like we've been
1: I mean look I'm I perfectly admit that I'm like you know what I might find some enjoyment out of it maybe yeah. the action wise yeah. but it's not for us anymore yeah yeah, sometimes you have to. Sometimes you have to put childish things away. No. Sometimes, and not for everything. Never. But, okay, so I've, but then you're going to be let down by when something that's going to be a childlike in nature, like look at look at the last. Gemini three, holograms. Yeah, or look at the last <laughs> the last three Star Wars movies. Yeah, those aren't our Star Wars movies. Those are my nephew's Star Wars movies because you know what they're for him they play to him yeah yeah. as an adult i go i don't fucking get it but when i see a kid going total power i'm just going you know what that's what it's about yeah Yeah. like as as an adult i kind of go you know what fuck it it depresses me and it makes me feel kind of like shit my childhood's over if i look at that and I go fuck but then you know but then i gotta go you know what if my nephew's into it my nephew's going to be learning about it at all. Like, hand yeah. what you hand the love of you have for your turtles mm. to someone else. That helps keep your childhood alive. Yeah.
4: Yeah, but I just feel like um, if they, you know, they keep bringing back stuff. Like, for instance, um, Erica just spoke about Gem and the Holograms. It's like, why can't you come up with something original and leave my shit alone?
1: Because I, I agree. But because, you know what? Like, that stuff... You know, I mean, if it was so successful for you as a child, why can't it be successful to another child?
3: And I mean, you know, I, I will fully admit there are some things I would like to see. Now that the technology, the visual effects have got have caught up to speed, I can't say I wouldn't want to see a, mas- a new Masters of the Universe or yeah. a new she Or what do you call it?
1: Like, How, what I posted, Anne Rice posted, you know, their, their Universal's buying the option for her whole Vampire yeah. Chronicles. You know what? I'm ready for a reboot. Let's go reboot for an interview with a vampire. You know what? Let's see because now you have the tech. Now do you have the ability? We have and, the technology. Well, you we also, can make it without Tom what, Cruise. What's also, I see. I gotta be honest. I kind of like Tom Cruise in the movie.
4: Thank you. I said the same thing.
2: You
1: know what? It can look at his. You look at his IMDb and okay. look at every movie he did before that. It was i'm on top of the world next thing you know something bad happens to me i whine about it and i overcome it that's that's a good point. interview with a vampire even though ann rice didn't like him at the because when she wrote it she wrote over to rutger Hauer in mind
3: which i would love to see
1: you know I she know. said that in an interview when i was writing it i, I envisioned rutger, rutger howard but he was already too old and she didn't want you know especially with the homophobic tendencies <laughs> that tom cruise supposedly had at the time after seeing the movie, she apologized. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know what? He did a really good job. He did better than I expected.
3: See, for me, the the problem for me is... And I have this with certain actors. I have it with Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves and Tom Cruise are probably the two off the top of my head that I have this with. Where I have oh. a very hard time disengaging the person the, from the, the, actor? Person, the, the actor themselves yeah. from the character. Like, every time I see a Keanu Reeves movie... It's, it's Bill.
1: It's Ted. It's Ted. Well, dude. And, I know Kung Fu. And that's, <laughs> and that's like, I can't,
3: I can't disengage. Like, he did um, Much Ado About Nothing with <laughs> Kenneth Branagh. <Brannell.
1: laughs> You're right.
3: Denzel Washington was in it. Um, the great
1: cast. When you see him, Amazing cast. Out.
3: But well, he, he is, like, it's, like, Bill and Ted got lost in
1: time, ended up in Shakespearean England. Well, for me, it was Guardians of the Galaxy. When I saw Lloyd Kaufman. In the audience, in, in the big crowd. Every time I saw the movie twice. Both mm-hmm. times I knew he was coming up. And both times for a split second I was pulled out of the movie. Because mm-hmm. I went, That's Lloyd Kaufman from trauma. Fuck, where when was What was I doing? It was that like it was kind of a cool Easter egg, mm-hmm. but it still made me for a minute, a second, forget I was transported to a different world. Yeah. And I I, I get that, you know. But I mean I like to see now that we've come to a point where Movies can be now come franchises. Mm-hmm. Why not go with a really successful like book series? I mean, she's now writing the the Prince Lestat, mm-hmm. which is the fifth which in the I've, series.
3: I've read the the Listat books.
1: My right. favorite's Tale of the Body Thief. I would love to see that become on on, on screen. I yeah. would love. I love that story. And Memmock the Devil is another one of my yeah, favorite ones.
3: Yeah, I enjoy. You know what? I God, this is going to say so much <laughs> about me. Um, the beauty, the Sleeping Beauty trilogy that she did. I. Kind of uh, it. I would like to see it as a as a movie. Well, yeah,
1: but if every, if the things go well with the interview with the Vampire series, mm-hmm. who knows? They'll probably license other product that
3: will come as NC seventeen.
4: Let me just say that <laughs> the Sleeping Beauty series makes Fifty Shades of Gray look <clears throat> like
1: shit. well, it looks it like a children's
0: book. <laughs> to okay.
1: So let's get. Let me get to my review of the number eight movie. Was it the
0: number eight movie, which was Get On? Get, Get on, on up. up. Thank you. Sorry. Get
4: on up, Pop.
0: $5 million it made over the weekend.
1: $5 million Yeah. For
0: this weekend? Yes.
1: I, I got to be honest, by far the best movie of the year. Okay. I Okay, you
0: blow it off because you're going, we got to cut. No, I'm, I'm reading something else. Sorry. Okay. It was actually because this actually, apparently, when it came out last weekend,
1: it came out last weekend. It was going yeah. against Guardians of the Galaxy, and it came in third last weekend. Which ain't bad. Which wasn't bad.
3: I mean, can. I, can you know, compared with Guardians of the Galaxy, like, came in third. Again, nobody was going to be first. That yeah, way. and
1: again for a movie that should could have never been made. Yeah, like this is kind of like the underdog. Yeah, but I, I can't can oh I never remember the lead actor's name. He was Jackie Robinson in forty two. Yeah, look him up because if he doesn't win an Oscar or if he's at least not nominated for an Oscar. The f- Chadwick shit- Boseman. Yes. The shit is fucking rigged. Now, I always said the Oscars are rigged yeah, anyway. yeah. But, it's all political. But this movie was so. There is no other lead actor nomination that I've seen so far yet.
3: Oh, Jill Scott's in
1: this? Yeah, the movie is fucking phenomenal. You know, the guy who plays Lafayette also plays Billy Boyd. Okay. Yeah. Fucking awesome. On- I mean, like, this movie by far is like Oscar Gold coming out of this guy. Not only did he look like the makeup made him look exactly like James Brown, I mean it was fucking scary. Like, I mean, there's scenes where he's like it all kind of opens up with him walking on stage and, and he's an, the old James Brown, you mm. know, in the red suit and the lights kind of looking down, like kind of down him, yeah. And those lights, the only thing you kind of see, like there was a couple times where I went, "Holy fucking shit!" It looked exactly like James Brown exactly to a point where I'm going, I need to have this Blu-ray to see if they digital manipulated him in any way, shape or form. Cause the makeup was so good. And then when he got up on stage, I mean, I knew going in, mm-hmm. you cannot reproduce James Brown's voice. Yeah. So they're just going to play his music and he's going to lip sync. Well prepared for that. But when he started to move, mm-hmm. it was fucking James Brown. Swear to God. There was no, I mean, this guy was so good. It made me think like there had been some visual trickery to this mm-hmm. because he moved like James Brown. He acted like James Brown. He, the splits and the foot movement, it was like, my dad and I, we went to the Chamonix Mall and to get to the Chamonix Mall to home takes about a half, like a half hour. Yeah. All my dad and I could do was talk about this movie from the moment we walked out to the moment we walked in the house. On the way over, we stopped at Best Buy to grab the fucking soundtrack because it's nothing but James Brown music. It was so goddamn good. I mean, I there was moments I was tearing up. Mm-hmm. There was moments I was in tears crying from just sadness, from happiness. And, you know, because my, my dad... My mom and my dad's first date was to go see James Brown yeah. in Philadelphia at the height of his career, you know, in the 60s. So it was like... Going to see that movie with my dad, with my mom not being around, was like a little bit of a gut punch to the emotional roller coaster that's called life. Mm -hmm. And I was like, fuck, I wish my mom was here because she would have loved this movie. But my dad was so, like, my dad has been a huge James Brown fan since day one. Mm -hmm. So him walking out going, I can't believe how fucking awesome that movie was. And that's how my dad said it. Yeah. And I'm like, I couldn't believe how good. I mean, like, and it starts, and what I liked about it too, there was a lot of breaking the fourth wall. Yeah where he kind of looks at you and talks to you. And there's a lot of moments like where things are kind of slowing down. He kind of makes a comment about what's going on at the moment. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like, all right, but there is this one moment, like in the first minute of the movie where he kind of looks at the audience and goes, look, you never met, you may have never bought my albums. You may not even know my name, but I guarantee you that you, that any music that's out today has been influenced by me. And I'm like, he's fucking right. Yeah. I mean, James Brown is the godfather of soul for, you know, a reason. Mm-hmm. Mick Jagger himself said I stole his moves and I can only do them my own way but he's the reason why I love music. You know, like, he's one of the reasons why I got into music, mm-hmm. which is one of the reasons why he helped produce the movie. And there's this hysterical scene dealing with the Rolling Stones and James Brown in the movie that's I'm chuckling my ass off going that's just brilliant. Like but it, if he's not nominated for an, an Oscar I don't like to me then the movie industry is definitely is in worse shape than I like to think it is. Okay.
3: By the way, I did look up to see um, how he prepared for <laughs> yeah. the dance moves. So this is an, a, uh, an interview that was done with AmericanBlueScene.com. Um, and the interviewer said, I was wondering what you had to do to prepare yourself dance-wise. I mean, he was a legendary dancer, a legendary showman, hardest-working man in show business, for heaven's sake. How, how did you... Sorry, I think they, they made a typo here. It doesn't All make right. sense. How do you prepare to do those moves and to dance like that? And he said, You just have to throw yourself into it. I mean, the thing of it is, you know, we had we had a really great choreographer slash coach. He was a coach. He was beyond just like quote unquote learn these five steps. So let's see, five, six, seven, eight. It wasn't it it wasn't like that. It was an introduction to a language that in certain moments he might give me a step to help me find something, but then there's also, but sorry, this is like literally yeah,
1: you're word for really, word. So it's, you're sucking me out of this interview. Yeah, I'm like, I'm,
0: I'm <laughs> lost. I'm like, yeah.
1: so Basically, um, the point is he, he actually had a cu- he choreographer He had a
3: choreographer, and he started out with uh, three hours a day, and then he he uh, started three hours, got up to five, and then at one point they got up to eight hours of rehearsal a day, five days a week.
1: I, I, I can tell you, why like you see him in the first thing, time you see him it's uh, he's old and then it flashes back to when he was a kid flashes back to when he started off his career it, it bounces around time frame wise mm-hmm. you don't get lost because they kind of go hey this is you know during 1963 he was called this at this point and, you know but when he started dancing and and every, you could not stop I actually had to lean over and tell my dad to shut up because he was singing I mean, because that's how much of, that's how much of a fan my dad of James Brown is, and he was kind of like he was whispering it, but I was like, "Dad, I can hear you sing. Shut up!" You know, because <laughs> uh, I'm like, I want to hear James Brown sing, not my father. You know, but I couldn't have
3: turned him. Who sings that? Yeah, no, let him.
1: <laughs> but uh, but I couldn't stop. Missed opportunity, Sean. Well, I mean, because I was so into the movie, I couldn't help but you could not help but stomp your feet you know pat you know like doing a time because these songs that he was singing was just every icon it was like a greatest hits yeah of james brown when he was and a couple stuff that my dad's like i never knew he sung that hmm. you know when we were looking at it i'm like yeah you know and how how influential was like you know his live album at the apollo how it came to be and it was just just celebrating its 50th anniversary i think this year wow you know and probably one of the reasons why the movie was able to get greenlit faster yeah. Yeah. but i mean I'm not really into biography movies, and it is kind of a it's very drama esque. Mm. But again, PG-13 got away with two fucks. Wow, <laughs> two fucks! But it was it was it was definitely in the moment, and I kind of go and you go, you gotta like like one guy t- says "fuck you" to James Brown, and he goes like well, "fuck you," and and he says you say "fuck you" to James Brown, kind of thing. And I'm like, you know what? They're kind of it's it's appropriate that moment. Yeah. You know, like the fuck was definitely earned. And the second one was definitely earned as a response. Okay. Like, it was definitely like, all right, I got it. Because you're only allowed one in PG 13 movies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you're kind of like, oh, are they going to away with it? Like, that's why uh, the that one in First Class, Excellent First Class, is so
3: brilliant. Best.
1: Fuck you, you ever.
3: I love it.
1: Yeah. This one, it was just so good. And I, I swear that if he gets overlooked for at least a nomination, uh-huh. like he may not win the Oscar. I think he deserves it. I can tell you this one. He deserves it way more than fucking Jamie Foxx did for Ray. Okay. I, and I and I liked Ray, you know, a lot. But this movie blew it away. Blew Ray away by miles. Yeah, no, <laughs> Blue Ray. I know, Blu-ray. I make a joke. <laughs> so who, I,
4: who else would you like to see? like like they've done one for Ray Charles, they've done one for Johnny Cash. They had
1: a little thing with Rich uh, Little Richard. I'd like to see Little Richard's story because his is just mm-hmm. as interesting, and you know him being such a flamboyant character, I would like to see his rise. Um I don't know. I got to be honest. Elvis has been done. I think Several Freddie times. Mercury yeah. would be kind of Freddie,
4: well, Freddie would Mercury would be, be, great. be great. And they were talking
1: about Sacha Baron Cohen. For a long time being I could Freddie Mercury. So could everybody, but it fell apart for some reason. Aww. And they're trying to, but to find out to find the guy. Yeah. You know, like to play him. I mean, I know with makeup and all, but Sasha Baron Cohen can pull off the mustache look, mm-hmm. you know, the whole attitude. I don't know who that that's the problem. Who are you gonna find? Like the and guy the other who, thing
3: too is the teeth.
1: They gotta get the yeah. teeth right because his he didn't have perfect had, teeth, right. but he, he never that, wanted he to get them. Had that huge overbite.
3: Yeah, but he never wanted to get it fixed because he was afraid it would affect his
1: well, ability you, to sing. You can, but you can do that with makeup. Like I said, the makeup. I swear, they had to have scanned his James Brown's face in three D, and then try to work out how to put the prosthetics on on our guy yeah. to make him look so much like him and sound like him too. He did a damn fine job of sounding like it. Even there were moments where I'd go, "What James Brown say?" Because like, <laughs> I couldn't understand him because it was like that's how good he was. Like it, it wasn't perfect English, and that's not how James Brown talks, right? You know, but it was just going, holy shit! This, this, like I, I, I mean, like, I, how much I loved Captain America too, yeah, and how much I loved Guardian of the Galaxy. Those are in of their own, and yeah. I've yet to see a movie this year that, besides Rise of the Planet of the Apes, made me go, "Whoa, that was a good movie." This one blew it away. Wow! I mean, as far as how many other rock or R and B legends are there to make document or make movies about. Like, what? in Twenty years? I'm gonna make a fucking Justin Beaver music nah.
3: movie? No, they've already done that.
1: Yeah, well, he's done it. His, you know. But I'm just like, okay, Eminem. I thought the Eight Mile was yeah. a great movie. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I
3: mean, Dave Grohl's been making his own documentaries, but it's not. I, a it's, lot of them aren't so much about him. It's about the history of, of right. rock, and which I I give a lot of respect right. to him because he's. Trying to get that, um, you know, get that history down. Right. Like, document it. I mean, I know
1: that I'm probably sure that a lot, like, well, also to what I liked about the movie, James Brown towards the end didn't have the best reputation as far as he did smack around a wife. He was hooked on drugs. They did touch on those two things like twice, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't done as a, it wasn't It wasn't glorified, it wasn't glamorized, and it were two scenes, and that was it. Like Mm -hmm. they could have been cut from the movie and it wouldn't have made me less enjoyable the movie. I'm glad to see they touched on it. But since most people don't like like my nephew in ten years, he may know a James Brown song, but won't know the man. This movie I think honored James Brown and his music and the influence that he had in Mm -hmm. the world versus the his troubles as an adult, right? right? And I think that that if you're gonna if you're going to do a movie that's that that celebrates any kind of a rock star, mm-hmm. you want to do it in the most respectful way possible for the influence that they gave the world. Mm-hmm. And I think it was just perfect because I it was like, I mean, as much as Ray Charles too, that movie was good, and it didn't make you feel like, oh, what a fucking piece of shit this person was. Like you, you, it really honored the memory of James Brown. Yeah that should last for eternity, and I think that's the image that they need to have, and then the whole bad side. Okay. That's what I got to say. That's all I got to say about that. So let's take a break. Sounds good. All right. Come back. Come back. Life, universe, everything with Erica. Sounds brilliant. Better be good. And And we're back. (laughs) Well, we almost said, we should have done it like, and we're back. (laughs) Like, Like some fucking couple of the nineties on their answer machine. <laughs> hi everybody you met the call. I don't know how you kinda of lost we kinda of lost my train of thought. <laughs> like, hi and we're back everyone <laughs> welcome to the program. <laughs> Leave a <laughs> message after the beep and we'll get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that kind of hurt. <laughs> Those people who need to know the behind the scenes, I was swinging my head back and forth to do the whole 2P. I didn't Did come across well? I, in, about, uh, I won't know
0: until I hear the, re- the
1: replay. Yeah, that whole thing, John, didn't do nothing and like, just threw my neck out. <laughs> I was playing circuit seal. <laughs> so uh, yeah so that's part one folks um, if you haven't seen it already okay this is what I'm going to say in, in order of importance yeah that's out in the theaters right now Guardians of the Galaxy number one yeah get on up number two mm-hmm okay, go see something besides Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles I mean if you really have to see it go see it again I kind of look at it as you know people be a bitch and it's usually the middle age crowd going it's no my turtles right you're right it's not your turtles anymore it's the next generations of kids turtles and I'm trying to be a little bit more open as far as going, you know, like the Batman Superman movie probably is going to be not my Batman or Superman. Yeah, I, I hope it is. I mean, they're using imagery from my childhood. Yeah, I'm just kind of like.
0: Well, see, the only thing about for me with teenage mutant charles is, is that just because you're have um, half child I <laughs> is that the when he was talking about uh, Transformers four. Uh, we're talking about Michael Bay. When he said that you guys can bitch all you want. You're going to go see it anyway. Right. And that's what like, I'm going to say. You know what? I don't care if he directed it, if he produced it, if his name's on it. Right. I'm not seeing it.
1: Right. And now as we adults, because we don't have kids, we can say that because it's our, it, we're using our pocketbook, our our wallet. Exactly. But if we had kids. Yeah, we'd you, probably be dragged. We'd probably go be it. going, yeah. oh, my kids want to see it. Shit. You know, you're sitting there kind of arms folded like some people did say like look i understand like i go in i was kind of leery i enjoyed the movie mm-hmm. but it wasn't my turtles it, my kids liked it like uh, that kind of thing yeah you, you just kind of go you know what it's the kids were happy it's all a that yeah you know what that's kind of where you got to look at it yeah i mean i you know i mean if you're a middle-aged man sitting with you know Sitting in the back, wearing a trench coat, eating your popcorn from your lap, going "DJ My Turtles," <laughs> you know. Then, then maybe you need to get a better hobby. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just saying. You get better hobby. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but however, if you want to catch us live, you can do it now. New in our new time, six o'clock, yeah, p.m. Eastern Standard Time, barring any other complications. <laughs> you know, maybe six thirty. Yeah. The latest. We're going to try to hit six o'clock all the time. Yes. Hope I mean, you can catch us live six o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, iHeartRadio.
0: Just search for Aquanet Radio on
1: those apps. And if you want to get in contact with Ed. You can contact him with Ed at com,
0: Or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com.
1: Or you can contact Erica at erica at words with geeks.com.
0: That's Erica with a K. But you can also follow us on Twitter at, at Geeksters or on Instagram at at Geeksters Radio.
1: And don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and like us and tell a friend and to download, again, this is the part that always gets me, if you're. <laughs> To listen to the podcast, you can go to wordsweekgeeks.com to download it or iTunes to download it or on our about page in the Geeksters Facebook page to find out where you found this at or tell a friend, tell two friends, tell somebody. <laughs> Dude, you make it so like no one listens.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, they, have no, they have a list. people listen. Listen like a, tell them just so we know, <laughs> please let us know that you told somebody,
1: yeah, we'd appreciate it, yeah. Spread the word. <laughs> Spread us like a virus. The Geekster's virus. You break out in bat shaped hives. There you go. <laughs> Can't go wrong. When you pee, it goes. Mmm, <laughs> mmm, <laughs> mmm. Burns when you pee. <laughs> mmm, <laughs> mmm. Why does your penis sound, sound like a lightsaber? If she says that, you know she's the one for you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's my words of wisdom. So we'll see you in part two.